live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. And now you know how many people are in space. That's right. Three. Yeah. Uh, welcome to yet another wonderful, amazing, makery episode of Ask an Engineer. The premier, longest-running live engineer asking show on the internet that we know of. We've been doing this for over a decade. I'm Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the Adafruit factory in downtown Manhattan. The factory behind us is not a green screen. It's real. This is where we do all the testing, shipping, manufacturing, coding, demoing, tutorializing, photography, videoing of all the content and products that you know and love that make dreams come true. But tonight, for the next hour, we're going to tell you all about what's happening in the maker community, online, Python coding, new products, maybe some it's not out yet, and more. Mr. Lady Ada is ready to tell you all about it. Tell them all about it, Mr. Lady Ada. On tonight's show, the code is Vote Lemore. Um, it's pretty obvious why there's, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> there's a few more days left to vote for Our Lady Ada uh, for Women in Open Source Award. So I'm making the code uh, Vote Lemore this week. Um, you could check out the chat rooms and uh, get the link, but uh, Women in Open Source, uh, Lamore was nominated. So um, you can uh, go over there and vote on Red Hat site, and you could also remember to use the code and save 10% off. It's up to 11.59 p.m. tonight, except for gift certificates and Adabox. You can even do both. And it supports us, an open source hardware company that's 100% woman-owned here in New York City, independent. We make the hardware here. We pay people. We have 401ks. We have things like paid day off for charity that only works out because y'all are buying stuff and you're using the code and uh, we're shipping it out to you so um, please do that show and tell people around the world showing and sharing the projects lady it'll go over that and more back to mailbag stop by read your emails to us python and hardware news we have a, a giant amount of python on hardware news this week time travel look around in the world of makers hackers artists and engineers main new york city some factory footage 3D printing videos, new products. We have some top secret. We'll answer your questions, and we do that not only tonight, but all the time. At adafruit.it slash discord, adafruit.it slash discord. Uh, we also will talk about another place you can get your questions answered about Python tonight. But this is our server, and towards the end of the night, we will answer your questions. Go register now so yeah. that when, you, when we start answering questions, you'll be ready. Yep. We'll do some trivia questions. We'll give away some at the end of the show. All that and more on, you guessed it. Boom. Ask an engineer. All right, Lady Ada. Well, uh, remember, vote one more. Um, <laughs> not, I can't vote for myself. You, I guess I could, but. No, I, I don't think you should. I don't think I should. I yeah. think I think it's like you have to, you can't nominate yourself or vote for nope. yourself. Um, okay, so we do some free stuff as you check out in the store. Uh, what's the free stuff? I love to tell people all about it. Every time you order stuff from the Adafruit store, not only can you get, you, can you get 10% off when you use that Vote Lemore code, and maybe vote for me, but uh, you'll also get some free stuff as you add more to your cart. So the more you buy, so if you have one big order, you'll get more stuff. So that's why it's like good to make one big order. At $99 or more, you get a free Permaproto half-size solderless breadboard adapter thingy over there. It's a PCB that is the same size and shape as a solderless breadboard. So when you're done with your project, you can move your project um, parts and wires and cables over, solder them up, make it permanent. We see these a lot at like events when people are like, they want to make their project nice and sturdy. That's free with your order at $99 or more. $149 or more, you'll get a selection of one of these cool enamel pins. We have all these pins 
And uh, we wanted to give some away to people. So when you order, uh, your place your order over $149, you will get a different one each time if you register. So if you register an account, we'll keep track of which ones we've already given to you so you won't get the same one again. Otherwise, you're going to get a random one. That's why you should make an account before you place your order. $199 or more, you'll get free UPS ground in the continental United States. That's the lower 48 states. UPS ground shipping is a reliable, trackable shipping method. It's insured. It's going to get you. If it doesn't get to you, you will replace it. <laughs> you know, uh, It's trackable, so you know exactly when it's going to show up. We like UPS ground. It's, it's really great. It doesn't go to the postal system, which is always a little bit not as reliable. Um, and then at one, at, sorry, just 199 and then 299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express. It's in here, our premier educational learning platform. Someone recently who's in, in the media contest said, I don't understand or believe how many ways you can program the Circuit Playground Express. You can program it with Arduino, with Circuit Python, with yeah. MakeCode, with uh, MakerBlocks, we, we Code.org CS <laughs> Discoveries. With like yeah, there's a lot. C plus plus. Yeah, so it's funny. Embed if you wanted to. Yeah, it was a bit of a fact check. They're like, are you sure it can be used in all these ways? Um, EduBlocks. So, yeah. So the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Microbots, EduBlocks, all all the blocks. All the blocks, blocks. So Make you code. get uh, ten neopixels, two buttons, sensor switches, capacitive touch. Yeah. built-in flash it's kind of everything and everything and uh we have if you want one that you for free we have we'll maybe tell you a little bit later about how you can get one for free as well but that's at 299 and of course at every level you get all the previous ones as well so we're going to dollars for the stuff and you get all of that you see here okay uh lady talked about the shipping us ups I don't care about weight and postal international dhl if you're in manhattan check up before 11 a.m and if you're zip code supporter you can get the same day all right, uh, Lady Ada, we had a epic show and tell. Lots of people came on. This was the, the most important show and tell we've ever had. This was, yeah, I really um, think everyone should go back and watch this after the show. And, you know, you could do this thing with YouTube where if you right-click, option, option-click during a certain spot, you can um, send a link to a certain time in it. Uh, definitely uh, send this to someone who has someone special in their life or, um, you know, everyone has been helped by someone or everyone's made something for someone. And Chris Young, uh, his dad just passed away and he shared um, a life of making and sharing. And it was, it was one of the most touching tribute. tributes. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was beautiful. Yeah. So um, it's one of those things where, you know, share it with friends and share this. I think that's that's the way all of us can live on and the things that we 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 make and we see others and we see others making it. And uh, in typical Chris Young fashion, he had an excellent presentation and all the things that he does uh, that makes Chris. It was cool Chris, to see yeah. all the things that Chris's uh, o- over father decades. built. Yeah, yeah. from um, fountain, yeah, he, he renovated the doors at the church yeah. and made a, um, a christening fountain and also like built the house they live in uh, because he wanted didn't want to wash the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like so, very, uh, so watching it, the entire thing, um, yeah. and like I said, if, if you're curious about what the this maker movement can be and uh you know chris is the best of us so um and his his dad was always helping him behind the scenes uh, we'd always see him we chris has been on the show and tell for almost as long as there's been a show and tell yeah so and it's cool to thank see. you for sharing that chris i know he's watching yeah okay I, I just love to see you know how i you know i imagine that it's not that you couldn't do accessibility tech 20 or 30 years ago but like how amazing it must be that people can now share information online, you know, and, and, and trade tips and go to events. And it's like, there's such a strong community 
um, all the time, you know, people of course have their local community, whether it's your family or your friends or, or you know, a local group or a care center, but like, it's so cool that we have this like global baker community that shares tips and tricks. And like, I was talking with um, Bill Binko, you know, he said like, oh, you, you know, is there a good sip and puff sensor that you can stock? And I actually went and found a good one and made a, a, a breakout for it. Yeah. And then he used it in a device for a person. He showed a photo he of, of this person. Yeah. And I'm like, that's neat to see like, you know, I, I, I heard something and then people said, you know, people always ask interviews are always like, how do you come up with ideas? Like, what's your innovation? I'm just like, I just listen to what people need yeah. and want. Like what, like they'll tell you if you're listening, but if you don't listen, you'll never know. And like when people say we need a sip and puff sensor, I'm like, I'll go find the best one that's digital and I'll make sure there's drivers for Raspberry Pi and, and CircuitPython and, and, and Arduino and make sure that it works well. And so then people can use it. That's yeah. what... That's what open so, source is about. So this is a really special show and tell. So um, please, after the show, watch it. Um, okay. And uh, share it with people. Okay. And there's uh, other people who showed. Up. On show and tell. We also had uh, Brent, who's an Adafruit uh, uh, developer who writes code for us, and he is working on Adafruit IO for Circuit Python um, using the Pi Portal. So using an ESP32 as a Wi-Fi coprocessor, and he's uh, writing up a library to interface with Adafruit IO easily, so you can push and receive data. And he's got temperature pushing, and he's using the terminal um, of the Pi Portal, which people, you know, that's coming out in 4 Pi and when people see it, they're going to be really into it. No and Pedro um, showed off this week's 3D build, which is uh, the Obsidian Sword. This is another project um, from uh, Steven Universe. So it's a sword that has lava in it. I guess you pull it out of your mouth. And uh, it's using a Circuit Playground Express and a NeoPixel um, alligator clips to uh, make the sword. It's all from foam core, so no 3D printing or special crafting required. Um, JP also did a Pi Portal project, which will be shown off tomorrow on his show. It's a quotes um, player, and he has it embedded into a booklet, uh, into a, like a fake book, so you can have a, a literary quote uh, device. Um, so that'll be tomorrow on JP's uh, workshop. Katni is working on, oh, sorry, Katni didn't show up, but she wants people to know that she's uh, writing her second driver, the Vemel 7700 sensor, and uh, she's making great progress and learning a lot about writing drivers. Scott had his CircuitPython-controlled uh, Game Boy Pocket showing off, and uh, Adafruit text not only goes down, but now goes side to side. Very big deal. Got that V-Sync pulse happening. Very important so you know when you can draw to the screen. Uh, Scott will also be at Pi Cascades, which is, I guess, a yearly conference that moves between three locations yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. We'll have a whole big segment about all these events right now. Curious? Hold on tight. We'll it talk is about a it. Python year. There is so many things with Python and now Python on hardware. Did you know that it's the fastest growing programming language? Yeah, we wrote about this a few times. Okay. and uh, Just wanted you to it's, know. It's become the language for curriculums for lots of countries. And uh, not only in the U.S., but in uh, certain schools, but entire nations now, they're like, we're going to teach programming, we're going to use Python. So yeah. it's catching on. Very exciting. Yeah. Big futures. I know. In that Python. This, it snakes its way. Yeah. Mike Barella uh, wrote up a guide and showed off the demo for a CircuitPython controlled heart rate uh, sensor using Circuit Playground Express. You can use the light sensor in NeoPixel to shine green light uh, through your skin, bounce off um, your red blood cells, and uh, the more hemoglobin you have, 
um, the more light is, is absorbed. And so if you take the inverse of the data, you can see you know, a heart rate pulse, very basic, but you can, uh, you can sense your heart rate with the Circuit Playground Express. And he has a guide all about that. We'll talk about that soon. Um, and then of course, Chris Young came by and gave this amazing tribute um, to his dad, the best maker he's ever met, um, who is, who's been Chris's hands to, to build a lot of the projects and demos that Chris has shown off and that have been shared with people um, so Chris would write all the code and the design, everything, and then if you just need someone to solder something, um, that's where his dad would come in, and also a sheet metal um, bender by trade, and uh, was very handy. Had a lot of a lot of skills with metal and wood, and soldering. A, a jack of all trades, um, by sure. We'll we will uh, greatly miss him. Um, Bill Binko uh, showed off a slideshow of the AITA event that he uh, was uh, participating in showing off uh, some of the really cool demos that people were building and making. Um, the kids from robotics competitions who came by and were helping people uh, make assistive technology. Um, he said it was a really cool inclusive event. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who are maybe underrepresented normally in uh, technology events or robotics events, but came out because they wanted to participate and help others with assistive tech. Uh, he also showed off this custom sip and puff um, uh, feather NRF2840 based device uh, that converts sips and puffs to Morse code, which is like, for, I love this like combination of ham radio and, uh, you know, modern sensors and circuit Python and Bluetooth. I mean, like, this is so cool. Like, it's just such a neat mix of all the, all the best that we've had over many decades. <laughs> um, so uh, hopefully he'll publish that up and people can also build it because it looks like it would be really handy for a lot of people. Um, to make a generic sip and puff to keyboard converter. Um, Dan C uh, showed off uh, what he uh, only held up last week. He's got a better internet connection now. A custom feather wing that allows you to display ink displays on your feather. He's got the quotes demo going on a huzzah. Um, nice work with that uh, e-ink adapter. We have some more e-ink stuff coming down the pike too, so you'll you'll be really excited to see some of the stuff that we've got. And uh, uh, Eduardo. This is, I think, his first time coming on the show and tell, but like totally blew us away. He also is his first Circuit Python project, but he um, donate blood, donates blood often, often, and eventually was asked to donate platelets. Yeah, so instead of like ten minutes, ten it's minutes, two and, one and a half arm, hours, two and a half hours, you can't move, and it was platelets, and so he needed to have um, a way to just sit still. And you can't move. You can't like twit yeah. your, your hand. You know, you can move your wrist, but your arm, your forearm, is is pinned down while they. Use, I actually don't know what they do. He used Circuit Python with Circuit Playground and, and made, made a, mouse. A, a mouse that you move. With using then, the accelerometer, so it's a tilt mouse. And he was watching Ask an Engineer, and he got someone to take the photos. Yeah, he had a little um, video, and yeah. then you know, there's two buttons, so you can he can hold it and tilt it, and then it was really interesting because he it was basically assistive tech for this two and a half hour event, and he was like, he actually understands now, like, hey, this is why assistive tech is so great, like. Normally he doesn't need a tilt mouse, but at yeah. this time he did. And there are, there are times when people are like, maybe you know they're they're going through a procedure, maybe they uh, broke their arm, and for temporarily they could really use assistive tech. So assistive tech is for everybody. All of us will need to stay still while something painful or something that we're just waiting to get over. Or maybe what happened like, that you're just, like you're nursing or something, and you're like, ah, I can't or, like or get up yeah. and move. So, but I still want to watch my videos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, before we stop the, this segment and move on to the next one, I was just thinking, you know, out of all the things you can decide to spend your time on if you want to have a hobby, there is one that's starting to become 
the one where the side effect of it is something so special that I don't know, there's not that many things that are like this. So if you do open source software and open source hardware, a side effect is your stuff is probably going to help someone. Imagine yeah. if you're just your hobby for fun. If you if you never even set out to say I want to make a sip and puff thing or whatever, you can work on a little piece of code or just do something um, with hardware or software right now. And if you do open source specifically, um, you can end up helping someone more than you'd ever know, and you may never know. But what a neat side effect! You know, sometimes hobbies don't have great side effects. Sometimes they're destructive things, you know, yeah. but, but this is one of them that um, you could really have a big impact. And I, I think um, that's that's rare and unique. So anyways, if you, um, if you see the, also the photos from from Bill Binko at this event with these these robotics team kids and like, the, you know, they all look so happy, like they're having a good time while making stuff for other people. Like it was yeah. it's really fun. I think the combination of software and hardware because you have to eventually be somewhere in person physical things matter yeah. and i think that combination of open and the open source ethics and values of sharing it just it just makes that happen with the hardware so anyways it's if, if you're ever looking for uh information or if someone's like I, i'm not sure what i want to get into with this hobby or for what are there things to do maybe show them some of these videos yeah um, inspire them also if you're on the show and tell you get a sticker don't forget <laughs> email support yeah. to get your sticker if you get okay. on show and tell um, I'm moving right along. This is part of the Adafruit live series shows. Um, JP is going to be doing his live show tomorrow. Here's a little bit of preview. This is uh, the the quote Pi Portal. Um, we're about to launch Pi Portal, so we have a lot of Pi Portal projects, so you can watch that tomorrow. Back to the mailbag. These are your letters that you send to us. We read these every week at the State of the Fruit meeting. I also read them here to you. This is from Scott. I got my Adabox today, and first and foremost, I wanted to say thanks. It's completely awesome. Far exceeded my expectations. I've been a programmer for over 20 years, and I've worked in a lot of programming language, but only within the last year I've gotten things like Raspberry Pi and Arduino, your site, and content you put out in various other platforms have taught me, and no doubt, countless others so much. I primarily got the Adabox subscription as a way to help support your company, so hopefully you can inspire others to take on new challenges. Scott. Thanks, Scott. All right. Don't forget we're in... Discord, adafruit.it slash discord. We'll be answering questions there towards the end of the show. And also, 24-7, there's people that will help you out as well. Um, we got some make code stuff going on. Um, hot off the press, these are some graphics from our friends at Cartoon Network. We did a partnership with Microsoft and Cartoon Network. So you could do projects with the Cartoon Network characters with make code and Circuit Playground. Um, you can go to createwithcn.com or you can go to makecode.adafruit.com. And the cool thing is, if you want to get a young person interested in um, electronics and coding, and they just happen to like Steven Universe and Cartoon Network. A lot of kids do. We got something for you there. So that's that's another that's another road into it's this a lifelong great way to, hobby and journey. A great way to introduce people to coding and electronics is have them want to build something that they see. If somebody has a project they really want, they'll learn any skill necessary right. to get there. Okay, um, on JP's show every week we have Make Code Minute. We're going to play that right now. All right, take it away. arcade we're going to have a look at enemies and effects as well as lives and power-ups uh, so taking a look at the session here 
Uh, I've moved my on start block over here on the right, and so you can see it's getting pretty big. Now we've built a sprite for Adabot, our player. We've built a sprite for the battery, which is considered food. And down at the bottom, I've now got a sprite for Sparky. That's the name of the variable I gave it. And I've created this artwork for Sparky, the blue smoke monster. And I've made him of kind enemy. So that has some implications we'll take out in a moment, but the first thing I want to do is get him moving. So I've set Sparky to a particular position in XY space on the screen, and then I've set a, uh, what's called an effect, uh, different from effects, I've set an effect of bounce uh, on wall. So when he hits the wall, he will bounce off of it at an incident angle. And then I have Sparky's velocity set. Now the velocity is the direction and speed with which he's moving, and I've set it so that he basically moves in a diagonal. Uh, now, the other thing I've done here that's important is I've set uh, this on sprite block here. On sprite kind of player overlaps another kind of sprite that's the kind enemy, and what happens? Well, first I'm going to zap Adabot out of there, so Adabot sort of seems to bounce off of Sparky, but I'm also going to set an effect. So this block right here says start a spray effect, and it runs for a second, and then I also change the life value by negative one. Uh, so if we have a look at this in action. Now what you can see is Sparky is moving around and oh my gosh he's touched me. So when I get hit by him I spray the effects and when I touch the battery I get a little heart effect and you'll notice my hearts go up in the left corner and when I get hit by Sparky the hearts go down. Now watch what happens when we crash into him more times than we have lives. Game is over and it also tells us our score. So if we uh, take a look at this one other block here. It's on life zero, and then we have game over. So you can tell it's got some very high-level commands that allow you to get your game up and running quickly before we have to dive into small details. So that is how you can create an enemy in Arcade as well as set up effects. Okay, so let's make a minute. We'll have another one tomorrow on JP Show. And don't forget, if you have a Circuit Playground Express, go to makecode.adafruit.com, plug it in, take it for a spin. Try it out. Super easy. One of the many languages sports, but definitely one of the easiest. Another one that sports is Python. Oh boy, is it time for the Circuit Python? Python on hardware news. There is so much going on this week. This is going to be a big chunk of the show, and uh, had to break it up into lots of different pieces. So. Here's some big news. PyCon is coming up May 1st and 9th. Last year we were a sponsor. Um, everyone who is a participant, over 3,000 people, got a Gemma, specifically programmed with CircuitPython. This year, um, we got a few things going on. First up, this is the countdown uh, timer that we have an upcoming product yeah, called PyPortal. I'll even zoom in. So this is, this is real. This is right now. This is... Uh, uh, running CircuitPython on PyPortal. And this is saying there's 53 days, 12 hours, and 31 minutes. And then the PyPortal underneath, that is what displays during the event. And it's Dan, Catney, uh, and Scott. And I just put that on another device just to show what it would be. So, so when this, when in 53 days, 12 hours and 31 minutes, it's going to display this? It's going to display that. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I might make other ones. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll check in with the, the PyCon um, PyPortal. This uses JSON, gets uh, time. 
live on the internet. Yes. And then it does some cool stuff in Python, and then it does a countdown clock. Ding dong. You can swap out the graphics. Doing something like this in any other platform is really hard. This took five minutes. Yes. So um, why is this a big deal, and why do we need a countdown? Well, um, because we need to make like 5,000 or so Circuit Playground Express's special edition DigiKey and Adafruit are teaming up, and everyone at PyCon is getting a DigiKey, Adafruit, Circuit Playground Express with CircuitPython and a bunch of goodies. Um, thank you so much, DigiKey, for helping this happen. This is thousands of people. This will be one of the biggest chunks of Circuit Playground Expresses that are going out in the world. We're uh, considered the swag bag sponsorship. And uh, I want to thank DigiKey for helping. Um, out of all the electronic distributors out there, there's one right now that I can say that's helping get Python into the hands of the most people out there and doing a lot of good for the communities that are out there. And that's DigiKey. So thank you so much, DigiKey. Um, we'll have more information about this. We have a lot of work to do because uh, we only have this many days to make no, that it's many. One, oh my God, I just went down. <laughs> it's one less minute. Yeah, we have one, one less minute to do all this stuff. We've so hurry up. Um, get so anyways, on it. There'll be a lot of interesting things. We'll post up all this, and um, you know, if you if you want to say thank you to DigiKey in some way, um, please do. Say um, thanks, DigiKey. They they are they went above and beyond yeah. to help out, and they're so excited because they know just as we know that Python is the you know number one growing programming language. It's coming to hardware. It makes it really easy to program hardware. Firmware development will be Python soon. Yeah. You know, we don't predict the future. We just accurately describe yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah. All the new all the new hardware that we see, people are like, "Oh, you program it in Python." That's what people want to do with hardware yeah. with IoT. We can't be trusted with C. I mean, I love the language, but like we just can't be trusted with it. We can't manage memory buffers. We need something with exceptions. We need something that does memory management for us. Python is it. It's easy to use. It's so powerful. It's a perfect match for hardware. So the best way to predict the future is to look around and put it in a weekly newsletter. Ding. That's what I found. Um, so we're still working on Python 4. It's in very We're getting closer. Beta, beta um, 2. I want to say thank you to everyone for um, hitting the star button on our GitHub repo, github.com forward slash Adafruit forward slash circuit Python. Um, we hit 1,000 stars. And we also use that for, this is kind of our big news, um, we'll be... Uh, launching PyPortal very soon. This is a low-cost IoT device. It can do cool things like figure out how many things you have on GitHub, like stars. Um, it can do things like display your views on YouTube and subscribers. Um, the beginning of the show, I had a video. This looks at a site that has a, a little bit of computery data called JSON, and it'll display it by reaching out on the internet and it'll show how many people are in space. Turns out there's three. Three. Um, we made <laughs> we didn't hard code it, though. It really does look it up. <laughs> we made an Ask an Engineer countdown. Uh, we showed how many people were online on Discord. On Valentine's Day, we made an internet-connected Valentine's. This is the Evil Mad Scientist ones. I have the capacity yeah, to they, love you. Yeah, they have this some is. hilarious engineering Valentine's. Yeah, and uh, this was a little, little quick video that I made that just shows um, it booting up and then going out and getting this information um, this uses Twitter, and it gets the quotes from uh, Dune QuoteBot, which is really neat. And I had all these custom graphics. This was really easy to make. Um, this is a preview of maybe one of the most advanced conference badges that can do things like display QR codes and show calendar and link off to your LinkedIn profile or whatever else you want to do. It shows up as a USB drive, just like all of our other CircuitPython devices. Um, 
we also have uh, this is Bitcoin. This shows you live data right now. This is what the number only goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out um, we posted this up on the Python uh, Reddit, and we showed the number of subscribers on the Python Reddit, and then this got upvoted to the number one post, and then the subscribers went up. Sweet. Um, so that worked out. So that's that's a preview of what's going on with PyPortal. We'll have a little bit more about it later, but that is um, what we're up to now. Um, Mikey Sklar did a cool project. It's on the blog. This is if you wanted to have blue lights in the morning when you wake up and kind of orangey, you know, sunset lights. It's like real life flux. So we actually posted yeah. about it in, in the a biohacking newsletter, and I was like, that's a cool project. Why don't yep. you write it up? And he did. Um, we'll be posting this soon. This is a Circuit Python booth boot sequence helper guide. Um, this is a chart that Mike Burrell made. Um, our other big news is um, we met the folks who run Python Discord. This is the largest Python community on Discord, um, and they have an excellent group of helpers. And so if you want to, go to pythondiscord.com, and you can join there. And we have like an exchange with our helpers and their helpers, so you'll be able to get Python help with them, and you'll be able, if you are on that server, get help uh, with your microcontroller project. So we have a channel over there. Of course, I had to make this. This showed how many people were online on the Python Discord. And then about 13,000 people. It's a really big, giant group of helpful folks that help people learn Python. Okay. Um, in our newsletter, this uh, was on Twitter. Thank you, dear Adafruit, for inspiring the next round of Splendor. This is a lot of kids using Circuit Python. I think it looks like crickets, crickets and yep. they're making robots. Sophie posted up this cool trick. This is if you happen to have a lot of code. This is using Evernote. Um, so Sophie posts this up. We have this newsletter. If you're keeping track of your code, this is a good way to do it. Very handy. It's good because also it's online. So no matter where you are, you can yeah. always get to your like favorite code snippets. I've been following this. Uh, this is uh, SNEKDE. Like it's an Snack. IDE for um, development. We cover all types of Python on hardware. Yeah, it's like micro, micro, micro Python. Yeah, it's tiny, it's, tiny, tiny, it's tiny Python. Ultra that tiny. That runs on an AVR. Yeah. yeah. Um, then this is uh, coming along soon, so you'll see it. This is the Grow, the the GrowGuard giant board, and it's a coming soon, but it's almost done. It's Linux on a Feather format, and it runs CircuitPython. This is some other Python on hardware news. This is another quote. This is an OLED bonnet, so use a Raspberry Pi, and you could display quotes from around the web. This was a really cool uh, command line thing that you could do to control your Raspberry Pi anywhere. It's from um, Dataplicity. Yeah. So if you're looking to do um, device control and management and upgrades, uh, I thought that was neat, so I put that in there. Um, really neat e-ink display. This is a smart calendar display with Raspberry Pi. Um, and then, of course, this is a theremin that if you wanted to uh, do something neat with a Raspberry Pi, you could. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop. Yeah, this is a lot of bleepy. And it was celebrating GPI Zero, which Ben from Raspberry Pi. Yes. I posted about N uh, on the Made with Move blog by Nicholas. Um, this was a pleasant surprise. Uh, we act, we're just talking to the folks about this now. Um, we saw this on CrowdSupply. It's an upcoming Raspberry Pi hat that uses Seesaw and CircuitPython. It's from Robotic Masters. It's called the MMH hat, and it's an open source robotics controller. And they're primarily gearing this towards people who want to do self-driving cars. Yeah, interesting. So, it's a, it's a it's a specific kind of, like a donkey car or something. And yeah. It's kind of neat. So it's specifically for a self-driving car, which is good because yep. we have a cricket hat and we have a motor hat, but neither are like really car-centric. So it's going to be yep. interesting to see what do people who self-driving cars really need. Okay. Um, 
there is a Windows installer for Raspberry Pi 3, so you can install full Windows 10 ARM64 into a Raspberry Pi. That sounds really cool, because it used to be just IoT, yeah. but now it's actually Windows. And this is a cute MicroPython project. Um, this is the BNO, and this is a really neat file system that's on here where you can click through to the different files, and you can see each .py. And then when you get to the one that you want, you can um, display it. And then this is a cube um, that runs on it. So you can choose you know, cube.py. Yeah. All right. Um, lots of stuff going on with Moo. Um, Nicholas did a poll. Should uh, we keep older version of the Python or drop it? Drop it. So drop it. you'll see that there is a um, upcoming um, Moo soon because Moo comes with you know the the python inside yeah. of it it's a kind of enclosed version so it doesn't actually matter yep. you can't really change there's it there's a bunch of slides if you're thinking about Moo and you're going to be doing a presentation you want to learn more nicholas had some slides about that brent did a talk um yesterday and uh you can read more about it and i believe there's some slides and more so look on the blog pie cascades is coming up this weekend you heard about that scott put out the call for anyone to come meet up with him um, he'll have you'll you'll know it's Scott because he has everything running Circuit Python and there's a keyboard sticking out of his backpack, um, so check that out. And there also will be a talk from Nina about Python on hardware. So there's a lot going on in events, and that's just to get started. Um, there is a talk. This is the uh, Anita Borg Grace Hopper Local, and this talk um, has uh, let's see, Vicky is going to be doing demoing Micro Python and Microbit and Circuit Python on a Circuit Playground Express. So that is February 27th. In Dublin. In Dublin. Um, there's also another event. If, in like Right now we're almost hitting all the globe. Uh, February 23rd, um, that's coming up. Uh, this is in Rhode Island, Intro to Python, Circuit Python, and Circuit Playground Express by um, Ocean State Maker Mill. Um, we have our usual uh, libraries and more, um, and all the stuff going on. Wait, I've never now. seen the back of the Tux Penguin. Yeah. That's kind of weird. This is like the other side of the moon. I know. What's happening? Uh, and then uh, we, we also still have our call for translation. If you're just good at human spoken languages, we're looking for help with getting all the messages. Um, we also have over 10,000 people in Discord now, and a lot of it is because they're going there for circuit Python stuff. So this was the other PyPortal project that I built. Uh, this was to make sure I could see at a glance how many people are on our Discord server, because sometimes there's a lot, and I want to hop in, what's going on over there? Or sometimes I want to know what time of the day. So this was, I put it on this little um, spinny thing just to show, because there was no wires, it's wireless, it's battery powered. And this was to show that you could uh, get data like that very easily on a low cost IoT device and use Python to glue it all together. All right, I was gonna, gonna hint it up a little oh, yeah. bit. Okay, 13, 20 yeah, almost. Yeah, that's how many we had up there. Um, this is all in awesome circuit Python. That's our um, GitHub repo that anyone can contribute. We have a, in case you missed it, where you can catch up with all these things. And I'm pleased to announce that we hit 5,000 subscribers on Adafruit Daily Python and Microcontrollers. It's our fastest growing newsletter ever. And it's not just for Python Microcontrollers. It also covers a lot of Python news too. Yeah. Like a lot of good stuff. So it's it's a good mix of hardware, software, Python, microcontrollers, MicroPython, CircuitPython, Snack, yep. all that good stuff. I read it. I learned something new. You'll, you'll, you'll be exposed to some really cool uh, libraries and projects from it, the Python community. It's a collection of all the cool things that a lot of people are doing, and that's why it's good, because it takes the best and the good and puts it all in a nice format. It's only the good. <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just skim the good right off yeah. and just 
buttermilked it. All right. So that's Python on Hardware this week. It's a lot. Okay. Time travel. Um, let's look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, yeah. and engineers. Um, What's this happening? Week, well, you know, because the code was vote, the more I have to explain what this is. What is this? This was, uh, if you're just tuning in, so Lady Ada was nominated for a Women, a Women in Open Source Award. Red Hat does these. You were nominated. And uh, this is a quote from you. When we have welcoming communities of contributors, open source software gets better and more useful for everyone. So please go vote for our Lady That's Ada. what I said. So say we all. Also in the news, it was a um, anniversary of one of the first browsers. So you can now, and this is, um, it's on our site and also in our newsletter, um, you can use one of the first browsers in your browser and see what your website looks like. This is from the Next Operating System, and this was Worldwide Web Browser. Um, so you could check it out. It's really cool if you if you're a Next History fan. I'm Diane, totally. You, you know what? It actually looks so nice. Look at how yeah. nice that it's so elegant, it's so it clean. Is. Okay. We have an update to our Adafruit stickers app, and we have Check all these stickers. electronic symbols. What See are the symbols? These? Diodes, capacitors, yep. transistors, resistors okay. have been added. Not only do we have, and also we have like the Grand Central down there, and we have our yeah, self-driving we did car. A, we did a big update. So we have some. We have more stickers, and you can make little schematics now. Okay. Um, don't forget jobs.adafruit.com. You can post your skills, or you can also, 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 post if you're a company who you're looking for. Um, open source hardware this week. Before we get to the guides, um, mm -hmm. this is Feather. It's Feather. These are Feathers. How many do we have? We have a lot. We have so much we had to make a graphic like this wow. just to show them all off. Um, Feather is um, kind of the it's standard. for It's a standard for makers. It just happened. We didn't I read on a blog that it's a thing. Yeah, Feather is a thing. So we have, if you go on github.com slash Adafruit, slash awesome-feather, awesome you can see what Mike Grill is working on. It is the massive feather guide we have. There are hundreds of different feather and feather wings out there now. Um, so many we were getting um, stuck trying to capture them all in one spot because we would have one blog post. So we're just like, let's let's put it somewhere and let's make an awesome list. So that's what's there now. So do check that out. And um, it's all open source hardware. And this is the theme tonight. The more you give, the more you get back. So when we put the feather format out there, Particle adopted all these other That's companies right. adopted it. The, what's the phrase that I've seen? It's like if you light your candle with the flame, it doesn't diminish my flame. Yeah. It just grows the flame, and we all can go bright together. Yeah. That's what this is like. Exactly. A lot, a lot of people are carrying on the feather in lots of weird ways we would have never expected, but because you. Uh, gave it out and said, here's how to do it here's how to use it here's all the code here's the yeah here's everything enjoy there's more feathers so speaking of we have 1758 guides there's a lot wow we passed 1750 that's right this week was pretty epic yeah all right all right so we have the um mlx 393 that's the wide range three axis uh, magnetometer that's the new product from last week very nice uh, magnetometer sensor that can measure um very high up to like millitesla range uh, magnetic fields, so good for detecting magnets. Not as great for detecting earth magnetic fields, but if you have like a physical magnet that's nearby, it can detect like the orientation and location of it, so that's kind of neat. Circuit scheme, list for CircuitPython. Um, this actually goes with a, a CLI for CircuitPython um, at the top left. So Davis Dells is like a super list uh, scheme fan, I guess, uh, and so am I. Um, so he said, what would it take to uh, run uh, scheme or Lisp on CircuitPython, so he did. So you can actually uh, load the you know Lisp interpreter basically into CircuitPython, and then you have a command line that's running within CircuitPython. You can enter in um, 
Lisp and Scheme commands, and you can control the GPIO and do some basic I2C interfacing as well. So he showed how to Lispify CircuitPython, and like they're not that dissimilar languages. I mean, they're both interpreted. They have lambdas. They have like context. So it's like there's a lot of stuff that actually does kind of go between the two. So if you are a Scheme fan, uh, if you took 6001 back when I did, and now it's in Python, but it used to be in Scheme, uh, go relive those days and uh, see if you can remember all the different um, implementations of Catadar. Uh, and uh, implement those if they're missing in the scheme circuit Python, in circuit Python circuit scheme. Um, we have a couple of micro guides, uh, short guides from Noam Pedro. One, how to make a uh, Pi portal portable. Uh, if it's a Pi portal is meant to be driven off a of USB, but let's say you want to take it on the road. Uh, here's how you can use a um, power boost. Uh, to make it portable, we just know that people are going to ask this question, so yeah. uh, we want to show it. It's not designed to be, uh, you know, battery powered. Um, we wanted to make it USB only, but you can turn it into a portable device if you like. Also, um, using Display IO custom fonts on Circuit Python, Circuit Python Display, uh, which is coming in 4.0, has um, really excellent font support. You can load any font you like, and believe me, I've tried all sorts of fonts. Um, all you have to do is convert it into a BDF format, which is text readable. It's a portable font format. Um, and you can use free software called FontForge to do it. It takes only a, a couple of seconds to do so. Uh, we have a guide on how to convert any TTF to uh, BDF um, for inclusion. And then you can have these like, gorgeous fonts on your display. Uh, we have the Circadian um, Pi desk lamp that we talked about from Mikey Sklar. It's uh, uh, blue in the morning to help you wake up and red at night to help you go to sleep. Uh, it shows how to use um, time within Python and how to use NeoPixels uh, within CircuitPython to make a very basic um, but very handy project. A lot of people want like desk lamps that uh, light up or uh, desk lights that uh, light up in the morning. Um, last week's JP project from his workshop was CircuitPython BLE Rover. Uh, you might have been like, hey, you know, we've had Rover projects before. Why, why this one? Well, this is the first one that's Bluetooth controlled and fully CircuitPython. So we're using the new BLEIO capability for the NRF52840, our um, feather that is CircuitPython and Bluetooth compatible. And a good first demo is, you know, can you turn on set NeoPixels with a color picker? Can you control a robot? Uh, JP was able to get it working. Good demo. So, uh, so far, so good. We'll be doing more BLE projects with CircuitPython coming soon. Brent uh, made a, a nifty wireless dual stepper control um, application. So you have two steppers and control it through a dashboard. You can select the steps, whether you want them to step forward or backward, the stepping type. So it can be good for like a mechatronic projects. Of course, you don't have to use a dashboard. You can use REST or MQTT to push this data as well. And then a Raspberry Pi with a motor hat takes that data and controls the two steppers in threads. So you can have both steppers happening at the same time as well. And that's part of our Adafruit IO um, service. It's free for everyone. Um, there's a pro version for people who want to pay for it so they can do a lot more. Um, but it's also one of those other things that helps support the company. So um, we have a monthly subscription or you can just pay for it for the year. We have these cool cards now too. So that's Indeed. Okay, what else? Uh, we also got Getting Started with Steven Universe by Takara. Who t you know, people wondering like, what is this cartoon? Why should I watch it? Well, Takara is a fan and yeah. has written all about it and also points out all the great projects and some inspiration for some projects um, as we do our partnership with Cartoon Network. So if you're, if you're just getting started and you want to just like get like the spoiler of all the characters and what they do and what's yeah. going on, read this guide and it'll also give some context to some of the projects we've been doing. Uh, Dano made a robotic xylophone 
everybody, everybody sees these iPhones, first thing they want to do is connect eight solenoids to it and have it play some tunes. Well, he did that and he shows you how to build the circuitry to safely control eight solenoids uh, by soldering up transistors and uh, kickback diodes as well. We've got the obsidian sword, which will show off shortly, and make it pulse. This is, uh, we mentioned this, it's a um, pulse sensing um, circuit Python code that you can use with the Circuit Playground Express. Use the light sensor and a NeoPixel to detect how much hemoglobin is in your blood, and it, that basically tells you your heart rate. Okay, and since there's a relevant question for this stuff, uh, Dave had this question here. Um, is that when you... Uh, did I take sick people with suspense? Yes, I did. And not only that, but I TA'd two terms. And my text adventure was, like, got the winning prize. Yeah, maybe you can explain the folks. I like, I mean, this is my this is my moment. This happened, yeah. this happened like 20 years ago, so okay. I'm going to brag. So this is an MIT and you... It's a class. And what was the programming language? It's in Scheme. Okay. And the final project is write a text adventure. And so they, nobody else, everyone in the class was like, I don't know what this is. And meanwhile, I'm like Infocom super fangirl. All I wanted to do my entire life was write a text adventure. So I wrote the most epic text adventure. I have to find it. I still have it somewhere. It had save game. It had like 30 or 40 different Could locations. Yeah, I, maybe yeah. I will. Maybe I'm yeah. going to go find it and, and re-implement it. Okay. It'll be in the terminal. And uh, yeah, I won the first prize. Which means I don't remember what I got. I think I think they just embarrassed you me. You got first prize. And then I just got first prize. And then because of that, they asked me to TA for two terms, so I TA'd. I wasn't a great TA, but I was okay. Okay. My students did all right. All right, that's cool. All right. Um, so those are the guides for this week. Um, Made in New York City, some factory footage. Take it away, Adrian Factory. Woo! is the pick and place feeders Ooh. and we have yeah. um, this little you can see all the feeder items. remainders and you have to clip them off otherwise they they get all on the floor yeah like little hairs 
Going out of the picking place. <laughs> yeah, all the parts. Little nose hairs. Go in. <laughs> and the feeder tape comes out. Yep. This is the stencil. Matches up with the circuit board. Yep. And then this is us with the stencil paste. Goes on the stencil. And Looks then so you, elegant. You squish it down. And then, yeah, the squeegee goes, goes yeah. past it. Yeah, the parts of engineering are beautiful, but, you know, it's always so hidden. And that's one of the reasons we like to show these videos is this looks beautiful. It's like an, this is like an art project. <laughs> it is an art project. And we're all part of the art project called Adafruit. Um, here is the sunrise outside the windows of the picking place and the stenciler. I can see, like, the moon. Yep. What a nice clear day. Okay, 3D printing. We'll get to products in just a bit and 3d printing this week no patreon we have two videos and we're going to show them off right now we're going to do the normal video and then we're going to show the sped up printed video okay so take it away now on patreon obscene sort away in this project we're building obsidian sword from steven universe this thing was forged from foam core and has a NeoPixel LED strip making it super bright. Get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. Use Adafruit's Circuit Playground and Microsoft's MakeCode to program the LED strip. You can drag and drop code blocks or write JavaScript to make it interactive. Download our free template and cut the shapes out of foam core. The main pieces are layered together with hot glue. A sheet of white paper will diffuse the LEDs. Additional layers are laid on top and the cover is press fitted so it's removable. The NeoPixel strip is placed in the center and wedged in between this groove. Use alligator clip extension wire to lengthen the connections. A paper towel roll acts as the handle and press fits over the tang. Wires pass through the handle and out of the pommel. The battery pack is fitted inside the handle. Insert the pommel and place the circuit playground on top. Alligator clips make it easy to connect. Additional layers can be added to the slits in the pommel cover. Print the grip texture and wrap it around the paper towel roll. Cut out the cross guard and layer the texture on top with glue stick. Secure the front and back layers onto the grip using hot glue. Be sure to check out the learn guide for this project. We hope you master your technique and fuse your skills to help protect humanity. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit.
then don't forget 3D Hangouts every Wednesday with Noah and Pedro. You can learn how to make all this stuff and more. I have, um, you know, it's almost time for Adabox, so I got some clues. There's some stuff, maybe it's outer space rainbow related. What maybe is happening here? Maybe there's is it a hat? Just, you know, it could be time and space morphing into one. Are we going to give people maybe a black hole? all along. Um, it's just almost Adabox time. And we don't have, so we only have so many that we can do. And people resubscribe, so there's only there's there's less than a couple hundred slots left. That's we don't really. And they go fast, yeah. Especially near the end when people are like, hey, so like. If you haven't already, go to inbox.com if you're thinking about getting one. I can tell you it's going to be probably our best inbox yet, because that's what's happening each one. Um, all right, Lady Ada, it is almost time. Yes. Don't forget, folks, codes for a little more. Let's uh, let's do this. What's new? Okay, what's new is you get some cool things from Yu Gear. We've got um, this is kind of an update changerific thing here. We've got the Zero for You, which is well, it's it's a USB. I guess what's what the U stands for? It's a four port USB hub, um, and this is a version modification. It's a little bit lower cost than the one we've already got in the store because it doesn't have the pogo pins on it. I'm gonna go to the other end. So let me show you. So this is a hub, and basically you get a mini B. Uh, not micro B port here, or you can power it through this uh, XH connector. It's got four standard USB one or two ports. And this is in comparison to, um, let me show you what we have that's in stock. It's a little different compared to this. The one we stocked already has pogo pins. See these pogo pins that stick out? When you um, have a Raspberry Pi Zero, um, this attaches to and hits these pogo pins here. And so it fits on the bottom and then it, you know, connects to the USB that way. This version does not have those pogo pins. So you see like this one doesn't have anything on the bottom. It's flat. So you can still um, get to those pads. They're here so you can solder wires, but it's a little bit less expensive because it doesn't have those, those pogo pins, which need to be um, hand assembled on. And also it's much flatter. So if you want to have this on top and then you have a little cable instead of the pogo pins, or maybe you want to have it side by side and you have some wires, Either way, it's actually kind of like a nice low-cost hub, and you know, if you, it's customizable, and you can you can hack it if you like. Um, so check it out, zero for you without pogo pins. And if you do want the one with pogo pins, we also stock that one as well. Okay. Next up. Also from UU Gear, we have the zero to go Omini. This is a very neat. It's a very well-designed piece of hardware. It's an add-on for your Raspberry Pi. It's, you know, it looks like a zero, like a bonnet, but you don't, it can work with any Raspberry Pi um, because it connects only to the headers, doesn't have jumpers. And this one is a triple input buck boost power supply. I think it goes from like 3.5 up to like maybe like 20 volts or something, maybe even more. Uh, check the tech specs for the exact voltage range. If the voltage input on, uh, whatever the voltage is highest on the three inputs, their diode selected, it'll pick that one. So it'll pick the highest voltage automatically um, for the converter. And if the voltage is below 3.5, sorry, below five volts, so it's 3.5 to five volts, it'll boost that voltage up to five. And if it's above five or so volts, it will buck the voltage down. And it can do about two amps either way. So you've got like quite a powerful power supply and you have like a really wide range of inputs. So one input 
is um, a micro USB. So I'll show this off because this is there's actually so much going on here. There's a micro USB input. This is one of the inputs. Now again, even though it's a micro USB shaped, it doesn't have to be five volts in, but like it's kind of intended for this would be connected to a power pack, like a, a, a wall adapter. The next input, input number two, uh, has a 2.54 millimeter, 0.1 inch pitch JST-XH connector. So you can you know, fit um, a 1.1 inch connector in here, or you can get a proper XH connector. Um, those are available online. And the third one is um, this one that just, it's a terminal block. You press it on these to release the terminal wires, but they're, they're snug in here now. And this one is um, just for any wire stranded or solid core. And it's, it's you know, normal bonnet style. So you, it comes with standoffs and you just um, plug it right onto your uh, Raspberry Pi. I'll note, uh, and they mentioned, if you're using this with a Pi 3, you'll want one of these lifters because this sits so uh, low against the board that uh, on a Pi 3, it'll actually kind of like bump into the um, camera connector. So you would use this in between to make it less skinny, but work better on a Pi 3. Um, regardless, here's uh, the two uh, converters. There's one buck and one boost. There's also an ATtiny84 on here. And this microcontroller is pre-programmed with different functions you can control over I squared C, and they provide software for that. So you can set, um, different like warnings you can like like I think you can read the voltage and stuff maybe even the current usage um, and it can control things like this LED uh, this LED tells you whether it's in buck or boost mode it can also tell you whether it's on like right now it's off um, and then when I press the button it acts as an on off button it turns it on so you can control that functionality uh, whether it's normally on normally off check the um, manual because it's there's a lot of details and I'm not remembering all of it um, perfectly basically Three inputs, about three and a half to like 20 volts each, whatever the highest one is, buck or boost in, gives you five volts, two amps out, will uh, power up your Raspberry Pi, and then my controller over I squared C for customization, if you want it. Okay. Very handy. Tonight, the star of the show, besides our community and you, Lady Ada, is, uh, it's a series of things, and just, there's just three different colors. There's three different colors, but they look almost the same here. That's yeah. why I'm going to show them on the overhead. It's a Charlie Plex bonnet. This is a green one. This is a blue one. This is a green one. I know. <laughs> you can't really tell. Uh, it's, yes, you, you look at the day code. This is actually from a year and a half ago, and I just kind of never got around to making these. Yeah. Um, I made this kind of after the, the, the Charlie Plex wing, and um, it's a 8x16 IS31FL31. What's the part number? 31, 3731 uh, uh, Charlie Plex controller. We like these. Um, use them in breakout boards and uh, feather wing. And now we have it in a bonnet size. So I could fit 8 by 16 LEDs, which is actually good because there's a lot of fonts that are about 8 characters tall, 8, uh, 16 characters wide. And each LED, it's single color, but it's 8 bit PWM resolution, so you can have multiple brightnesses, which uh, lets you do really cool effects and uh, we have three different colors, and, and on our website, if you go to the page, you can choose from blue, green, or warm white. And you might be wondering what happened to like red, yellow, and cool white, and the answer is we didn't have enough LEDs. You need a lot of LEDs to make these, and so yeah. we decided to wait till we got more. But to get these started, start with the Let's first two colors. Like. So, okay. so I have it here. So even though it's a bonnet, of course, you can use it on a Raspberry Pi 3. This is the green, so you can see here um, that uh, cool um, dithery effect that's from the different uh, brightnesses. So I, I you know, select, I think, diff uh, one out of 16 uh, different brightnesses. And you can also see it does font scrolling very well. 
Um, it all happens over I squared C, so it's really easy to adjust. And then I can, this is green, and I'm gonna be terrible and maybe hot swap. Why are you hot swapping? Show, many, show how many days are left till PyCon. Oh, we, yeah, sure. Yeah, put that on there, because. By I'm, the way, Okay. 53 days, 11 Still have some hours, time. time. You still have time. <laughs> all right, let's see if this totally breaks everything. I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm a bad person. Okay, so let's try, I think this is the warm white. And then just give me a what's moment. What's the P, what's PWM frequency? I don't call. Uh, check the, no, check the data sheet. There's a request for I, for pink down the road too. I would like to get pink Ilya, should probably get. So this is, I think the, this is the cool white, I think. Or maybe this is the warm white. These must be the warm white. Um, so very similar, but it's white instead of green. And then, let's see if I can find, maybe I didn't bring the blue one, oh wait, this is blue. I'm gonna show off the blue one. And then we'll have other colors shortly. We're just starting with these. My Python code's like, why did the I2C device disappear? And this is blue. So okay. three different colors, eight by 1628 LEDs total. And um, the lovely thing is it works with our CircuitPython library. So you can use our CircuitPython code and uh, use frame buffer to do text and drawing and stuff. And then um, it also, you can use pillow to make a frame buffer with whatever you want and then like display that into the display. And uh, yeah, you just write the whole thing out as I squared C. All right. All right. Thanks everybody. Okay. Let's do a uh, recap. Recap. Okay. We've got the Zero for you. It's a four-port USB hub. Uh, we have a version with pogo pins. This one does not have pogo pins. Um, you can solder to the data in pads or use the Mini B connector to make a four-port hub. The uh, Zero to Go O Mini is a Pi add-on. You can use it with a Pi Zero or any Raspberry Pi with a two by twenty header. It comes with three inputs: uh, micro USB, JST XH, or terminal block. Three point five to two uh, twenty volts or so input on any three of them. Uh, it'll automatically select the highest one and then buck or boost it to a clean 5 volt 2 amp uh, to power your Raspberry Pi so you can turn it into an uninterruptible power supply and such. These bonnets are for your Raspberry Pi and feature the um, IS31FL3731 Charlie Plex LED controller, 8 by 16 LEDs available in warm white, green, and blue right now. And you can do all sorts of cool scrolling text effects or LED swirling effects with 8-bit uh, PWM per LED. And that's the new products. Recap. Okay, uh, don't forget, anything we have in stock, use the code before you check out. And uh, don't forget to vote for Lamore also on the Red Hat site. People are posting that link in the chat. If you could post again, folks, appreciate it. Um, but that's why the code is vote for Lamore, because there's only a couple days left to vote. Um, we have some top secret. From the Adafruit Vault. Oh, these are some secrets. Yeah, these are. this is a big deal. So this week, um, and you can start loading up your questions in Discord because um, we're going get, to get to questions, but uh, what is this lady in? This is uh, kind of a pie badge. Like It's, it's a credit card-shaped gaming platform, maybe a badge platform, speaker and battery, 1.8-inch display. Phil B and I have been uh, hacking on making the front compact and, and easy to use, but it's credit card size. So like, how much can you fit in a credit card? and have it run CircuitPython. All right. Then you have another thing that you're working on here. What, what is this? This is the um, 
the second web of the Metro M4 Wi-Fi. We're getting closer to finishing it up, but uh, we've been doing so much with embedded ESP32 Wi-Fi. Um, having a Metro would be great, right? I mean, it would be... This would be a... Shield-compatible Wi-Fi CircuitPython dev yeah. board. So it'd be like an M4? It'd be an M4. And then it would be an ESP32 for the Wi-Fi. It'd be a Metro, Arduino form factor. Yeah, um, on-off switch, LEDs, right. onboard storage. We need to come up with a name for this. So, we do. So our, the idea is like it's a wireless train. It's a flying train. So post up your ideas in the chat and let us know what you think. It's the... Wi-Fi Metro, so wireless Metro, wireless train theme. And Come with up that with is uh, top secret. That's right. Back in the vault. Back in the vault with you. Okay. Uh, post your questions up in Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. We're going to start answering them. We already have some questions lined up. Okay. Hit me. Yeah. We're a little over tonight because there's a lot of stuff going there's on. There's lots and of stuff. And we started a little late from the show and tell. Okay. Uh, a couple of months ago, I wanted to use the TFT Feather Wing, uh, 2.4 inch, 320 by 240 touchscreen for all feathers, and was told there was no support for the touchscreen, no graphics tech support. Has this changed? Can they do text graphics and touch now, or how soon? Very soon. Um, the text, the, the touchscreen is supported through the STMPE6XX or whatever uh, library, but for graphics, Display.io is still kind of coming along. Um, 4.0 release, I think, or very soon after, you'll be able to use it. Uh, we will definitely let people know, but we want to have people have a really good experience, so we're going to wait until it's, like, ready, and then release into the wild. Yeah, and it so will you'll get all the stuff that you've seen with graphics, like the font support and the terminal, all that. You definitely want to do it right, and we want to do it right. Some names for the board people are coming up with. Maglev, yeah, I was thinking of that one. Um, and then also a Python trolley. Okay. Um, I'm building a, uh, uh, let's see, key wireless key? Uh, portable charger using direction provided by Adafruit, and I've successfully been able to charge my devices with the micro USB cable plugged in. However, when I have the battery plugged into the JST port on the PowerBoost 1000C and the microboost power source to remove the board entirely shuts down, the battery does not appear to be charging or provide power in any way. Uh, any suggestions? Yeah, it, I don't know. That is odd. I mean, if it... If it's working, I mean, I would say try removing the key part at all and just see, you know, can you charge the battery and um, use that at, with the power boost. If not, your battery might be damaged. Um, okay. You know, check the voltage on it. Uh, you know. Yeah, also post up in the front. Yeah. You might want to see some photos of front and back just in case. That might be a good spot. Discord's good for the real-time stuff, but forums is where we could do Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Look it, at the board. It's tough to know. Sometimes people use batteries like, oh, I didn't use an 8-foot battery. I used some other battery. And I'm like, well, you know, it just, it's the wrong voltage yeah. or something. Okay, Rapid Transit was another Ooh, that's a good suggestion. one. Okay, there's also the monorail. Um, monorail. Next up, the LEDs on the Charlieplex Pi boards, which color is lowest power? It does not matter. It's all linear. Okay. So any LED will be exact same amount of power. Uh, let's see. Oh, so the thing that powers those things, M4 and uh, ESP32. And finally, Wi-Fi circuit Python board that mounts the drive. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We just need a good name for it. Yeah. <laughs> Come up with your names. Okay. Let me see if there is any one. Uh, Metro Skytrain. Hover Train. Hover Train. Hover Track. Skytrain is kind of funny because I always have, Sky like, I always think of Skytran, which is like, the or Sky, you know, it's always like the airport yeah. train system. Okay. And then I had a reminder for a question that was asked earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so what is going on with the Adafruit team that's going to be at uh, PyCon? I'm glad you've asked because uh, there's how many days left, Lydia? Um, sorry, let me just check my <laughs> PyPortal. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's uh, right. 53 days, 11 so hours, and 47 if minutes. If you're there, the CircuitPython, uh, you could just leave it there. Oh, yeah. sorry. The CircuitPython team will be running several open space sessions, as they did last year, showing how to use CircuitPython on the DigiKey Adafruit PyCon Special Edition CircuitPython. Uh, Circuit Python, Circuit Playground Express. This is what we're doing there. Circuit, Circuit, Circuit. Uh, the team will be running a Circuit Python sprint for several days to work on Circuit Python libraries and Circuit Python core code. It's B Y O M USB. Bring your own micro USB. We'll have some, but also you might want to bring your own and maybe a USB C adapter. That's a good idea. Oh, too. there's only 46 minutes now. Oh, yeah. Right. Sign okay, up. Let's see if any other questions come. Go to PyCon. Get uh, your tickets. Uh, let's see. What about uh, Metro Off the Rails? Whoa! <laughs> off the Rails is pretty good! Derailing? Oh, I don't know. Bullet Train, Metro Midnight Express. Oh, Midnight Express getting, is pretty good. Wi-Fi Wagon. Wi-Fi uh, Wagon? Quetzalcoatl? Yeah, that one's... Wow. I don't know. Okay. Uh, is there a better header to use the new power board that would let me use the ink board above it? I think a stacking header um, for that for that power bonnet we just showed i think use the two by 20 stacking header uh, i think that'll work the best for you because they that way you can stack on top of it that's what the stacking header is for and and this the power board it definitely has the through hole style which i which if you notice all of the boards that i'm making recently they all have um that uh you can you can plug through them and so it's easy to stack on top uh, That's a new style. Yard Metro Cannonball. Cannonball. Nice. Okay. Uh, any thoughts if USB Type B receptacles commonly seen on larger computer devices like printers will continue to be used for new designs? Well, we're not going to use it, but I, I, there, I, I was asking you about that a while ago. Like, why are printers always using that? But I, I think it's just because they have the space and they're not constrained, and those are really cheap connectors. Yeah. Um, that said, I, I do think that long term, you know, if people want to use you, you know high speed USB, and as printers get higher resolution, yeah. they'll probably move straight to USB C. But also, like people, like you know, they're big, and like you want a big connector on something. That I think USB C would be the next step. But I don't be surprised if they stick with USB Type B, the chunky style, for a long time. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you want to give away? Good question. I thought we would give away one of the uh, the bonnets. Okay. Maybe maybe uh, maybe we'll give away. I don't know which color is which. How about thirty four sixty seven? Thirty four sixty seven. Okay. Whichever one that what, is. What? Um, LED bonnet. What? What are the rules? Rules are you can't win if you've won already before. Only one winner per my lifetime. Please let somebody else have a shot at getting a wonderful prize. What are you do? The prize tonight is the Charlie Plex bonnet. Uh, all you have to do is call the phone number that appears on your screen. You'll have to decode it into numbers. And I'm going to pick up the phone, I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy, and that's how you know it's me. And then you're going to say hello, and then I'm going to say, what's your name? Congratulations, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Answer those two questions. And then uh, you basically win the prize. I'm going to ask you what's a project you're working on or you want to work on. And then we'll, we'll like make some small talk for like 30 seconds, and then you'll email support and win your prize. So call this number. Make this Radio Shack phone ring. Only call if you haven't won before already. You don't have to have a, a name for the new Metro M4 Wi-Fi, but if you do, yeah, now's a good time to pitch it. You could win. You could win a colorful 
bonnet. And if you, even if you don't have a Raspberry Pi, you can wire it up to any other device. It's I2C and, and it'll work with, you know, Arduino. So don't feel like if you don't have a Raspberry Pi, you can't use it. Okay, the phone is rung once, okay. but I wait twice. Right. Two rings. All right, I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Congratulations. You have won the trivia question. Well, you're close to winning because you managed to call the phone. What's your name where you're calling from? Uh, my name is Brian, and I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Hey, Brian. Brian from Fort Lauderdale. Congratulations. You are the winner of a product number, uh, what was it again? Three, three, four, six, seven? Yeah. You win the three, four, six, seven. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com and say, hey, it's Brian from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, it's not snow. Oh, hello. Yeah. What do I have? Email? Again? Support, <laughs> support at adafruit.com. Uh, support at adafruit.com. Yeah. S U P P O R T at adafruit.com. And tell them it's Brian and I won the prize. It's a 3467 Charlie Plex bonnet. Yeah. And, and I'll send it to you. So once you've written that down, let me know. Is it, say, is it support at at Adafruit? Yeah. Yeah. Dot com? Yes. Yep. Okay. Ask him what he's making. Great. What does the subject be? Oh, I won. I won. <laughs> I won. I won. Okay. You're the winner. Gloat a little I bit. Won. You won. I'm the winner. Okay. All right. Okay. What are you making? So what's the project you're working on or you want to work on? What are you making? Uh, I want to make something for my, my daughter. She's oh. like interactive from, uh, she's only, uh, she's going to be eight months. Wow. Congratulations. I hope you're getting some rest once in a while. Um, yeah, she might like a, a beautiful sparkling LED toy. I think that could be kind of fun. I can't wait to uh, hear more about what she's making when she gets old enough. And if you build something cool, take a photo, maybe send it over, and uh, we'll post it on our blog so people can see your cool project. Cool. Thank you very much. Okay, Brian. Well, uh Congratulations to you and your family, and don't forget to email support to get your prize. All right. All thank right. You. Good night, Brian. Good night. Okay. All right. Well, that was the trivia question. Sweet. Okay. Well, that's the show. Uh, epic night tonight. Um, thank you, everybody. Um, the code is vote Lamore. And don't forget, I'll uh, I'll post a, a link at the very end of the show to go to the Red Hat site to vote for Our Lady. There's only a couple more days to vote. Uh, Lady Ada has a lot of open source code. You can see all of it on GitHub. So I think you qualify for the open source award. There's think, a lot of I open source. Is, <laughs> I think this is true. Almost everything on the show is open source. It is true. And we wrote. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much, everyone. Um, we're here every single week. Um, we'll be back next week, 8 p.m. Don't forget show and tell us 7.30 p.m. Um, we will uh, be posting a lot more stuff uh, throughout the next week. Lots of new products coming up. There's lots of things going on right now. It's it's fast and furious. And if you're thinking about this pie portal, sign up because they might be hitting the store soon. You want to be first yeah, on the list. And let's see, this is a live pie portal project. So that's that's grabbing the time over the internet. I know. It's uh, it's now, telling me how many days I have left before I gotta ship some stuff to PyCon. We have we have to ship a lot of and, circuit playgrounds. That's yeah. all we have. And then the other one there is so that's what it looks like when it reaches its event date, and uh, you can see that's that's the circuit Python team. I just carry that around with me sometimes. I know. Like, hey, well, it's Blinka. How's it going? Need Dan Scott. So, um, thank you, everybody. All right, we'll thanks, everybody. We'll see everybody uh, next week. Uh, thanks for a fantastic uh, show tonight, and 
once again, uh, just a, another reminder, watch these shows and uh, listen to some of the folks that are in the show and tell especially and what they're doing and what they're sharing is really helping a lot of people, whether they know it or not now. Um, it's just really neat when you do open source software, open source hardware. There's something magical about that combination. It's true. So thank you. Uh, so much everyone uh you can check out discord after the show and 24 7 and you can also check out python discord if you want to learn some python um, in general and there's also a microcontroller channel over there thank you so much everybody we're going to uh go to sleep go to sleep now we're tired okay here's a moment of zener good night everybody